Hello and welcome to Christina's Book Review Podcast. I'm Christina. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to review Home Fire by Camille Shams. I have to say, I like this book. The structure, the characters, the subjects raised in it. Very good piece of work. And as New York Times book critic said, Home Fire builds to one of the most memorable final scenes I've read in a novel this century. The ending was shocking and unexpected indeed. It stays with you for a while. But let's find out more about the author of this book. Her name is Camille Shamsi, who is a Pakistani novelist writing in English. She was raised in Karachi and lives in London. Home Fire is her seventh novel, which has been long-listed for the 2017 Man Booker Prize. Wikipedia says that it is a contemporary mention of the Greek tragedy Antigone. I haven't read it, but I've learned that the Sophocles play deals with the conflict between natural law and contemporary legal institutions. And indeed, this contradiction between unwritten laws and state laws is in Shamsi's novel. So, the novel is set in five locations. London, Massachusetts, Istanbul, Raqqa and Karachi. It may seem confusing at first, but it's not. Take my word for it. The book consists of five parts, each of which takes place in one location and focuses on one specific character. At the beginning, we meet Isma at the Heathrow Airport and learn that she is flying to America, Massachusetts to be precise, to study, uh, to study sociology. She grew up in North London, has two siblings, 19-year-old twins, Pervas and Anika. Their mother died when they were 12 years old and Isma took care of her sister and brother. This information Isma gave to the British immigration authorities at the airport during an interrogation. She rehearsed her answers beforehand with her sister. For her father, who she had never really known, was taken to Guantanamo and has died on the way to it. And her brother, Pervez, went to Syria to Raqqa to join ISIS. So she and her family was under suspicion. However, she is allowed to go to America. That's how we learn about the first Muslim family of Pakistani origin. There's also another family, Muslim family of Pakistani origin as well. At first we meet Iman, 20-something unemployed male, the son of the British Home Secretary Karmat Lohan. He falls in love with Annika, but his father disapproves of that in account of her background, her jihadist father and brother, and he refuses to help her to bring back her brother. The thing is, Iman's father, as the British Home Secretary, has different opinions on Muslim beliefs. He gives a speech in which he says Muslims shouldn't set yourself apart, in the way they dress, the way they think, the outdated codes of behavior they cling to the ideologies to which they attach their loyalties. Otherwise, they will be treated differently. Basically, it's about two Muslim families in Britain who struggles to live in their adoptive country. Shamsi tells what the method used to recruit young people, usually 18 or 19, to the Islamic terrorist cause. And also, the author shows different public opinions on Muslim immigrants. I'd say it's a book to reflect on. While I was reading, I couldn't stop asking myself, what would I do? What choice would I make? Etc. It's a very thought-provoking book. I highly recommend it to read. I'm looking forward to your response in the comment section on my website, which is chrisland.au. And as always, I conclude my book review podcast with one of my favorite Betty Davis lines from the film called Cabin in the Cotton. I'd like to kiss you, but I just washed my hair. Bye!